This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brad Cresswell, and joining me today in the studio are the Toledo Symphony's president and CEO, Zach Vasser, our music director, Elaine Trudell, and principal second violin and artistic administrator, Merwin Sue. And it is that time of year again. Let me uh, find some music here. It is that time of year. It's time for our, oh. <laughs> Good job, guys. Wow. Yeah, well, I forgot we had to wait for it. That was it's that, that time of year that we start to play with the soundboard because we yeah, run out of exactly. things to talk about. Is that yeah. what you were going to say? Yeah, okay, that, that yeah. fired off without me touching it. <laughs> However, there's no starting over in Toledo Symphony Lab, so we're just going to forge forward mm-hmm. with our season reveal. This is our season reveal, and we're talking about next season, obviously. Um, it's also a, a little disco dance party for us. This is the, as close as I could get to a, like a season reveal song. Well, I mean, it's kind of a birthday, right? It's Every not, year is a birthday. It's not wrong, but it's not right. <laughs> okay, this is the good part. Okay, now we can talk. Is so, this electronic currents? Yeah, something like it, yeah. <laughs> electronic currents, our EDM show here on FM 91. Elaine, you look like you're getting ready to leave the room. Are you are You still with us? <laughs> oh, absolutely. More than ever. Okay, now we've done this a certain way before. We're going to resurrect that game, for lack of a better word, for the entire uh, episode today. We're going to talk about all the different concerts that you have planned for next season, but we're not going to go in order. We're not going to be, you know, kind of boring about it and, and go through the list of, well, we're doing these concerts at the Paris style. We're doing this There's actually very little concert. list, I'll tell you that. Yeah, very little list. Franz list, right? There. I'll find all these sounds eventually, but I was going with the just, music. Just let the beat drop. Yeah, I was going with the music. Okay. So what I've done is I have uh, different pieces of paper here, which all have various <laughs> concerts from the upcoming season, right? And we're going to spin the roulette wheel, and you all are going to pick one of these pieces of paper, and you're going to tell us about the concert. Now, there are rules that we are following. You can look at the paper, and if you decide that you want to give it to somebody else, they have to read it, or if you decide that it's not worth talking about yet, you can set it aside. It feels like Secret Santa. Can I steal somebody else's if they don't want to? Yeah, it's it's like Secret Santa. Okay. Exactly. Um, These are much better rules than I was anticipating. I was concerned you'd be like, you're not allowed to use the letter H. (laughs) (laughs) Not Sesame Street. (laughs) Um, I thought there would be no H. So, uh, just to clarify, uh, this is the season that starts in September of 2022 and goes all the way through June of 2023. So, yeah, this I is have, the time of year we started with two two seasons, the one I we're have, in and the one we're anticipating. I so. have a lot of little pieces of paper here, which yeah. I basically took the brochure for next season and cut it up into little pieces. And for those of you who are listening, what you can't see right now is that Brad brought in, it's like a, it's like a porcelain bird bath and he's using that as um, the dish within which to mm-hmm. mix up you could actually serve spaghetti in that yes nothing but the best 
Nothing but fat. I'm gonna get my money's worth out of this soundboard today. Okay, so let's go. Uh, let's go around the room. We'll start with Merwin. Let me bring down the music here. Good idea. <laughs> I know you were you were in, in, intently enjoying the music there, Elaine. Uh, that might be an overstatement. You were thinking this has nothing to do with Liszt or Brahms or Beethoven. I, I, I love music. Yeah, or any of those any of those guys. So that, uh, that however, was not music. No, no, no. Let's Everybody spin the wheel for you, Merwin, and. Pick one, take a look at it, decide if you want to talk about it or not. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this one. This is great. Uh, so this is a concert that's actually beginning the, the month of March in 2023, mm. which is Women's History Month. Okay. And we get to pay tribute to uh, great uh, women composers, great conductors, great soloists in this really exciting concert. Uh we have the conductor, Daniela Candelari, who just signed this contract, so we're very, very excited. She'll be leading a contract with Nina Yoshida Nelson, who is a mezzo-soprano soloist. And she gets the ch- we get the chance to perform these very rarely heard leader by Alma Mahler, mm. and they are orchestrated by a Finnish conductor, Jorma Panula, and we're following that up with a symphony that just, it's so exciting. It's Louise Ferrang's third symphony. I love this piece. Um, this is a kind of, it, it stands right up there with um, great early romantic composers like uh, Mendelssohn and Schumann. It's just extraordinarily well-crafted. And I mean, I we could not have started this off on a better note. No. I'm very glad I got to talk about this one. <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> uh, now, Alma Mahler, of course, uh, wife of Gustav, does that... Um, does that ring the Mahler bell? Oh, that does ring the Mahler bell. Which I don't means know if we had I, to talk about this I have stuff. to find it for you first. There it is. I got it. <laughs> okay. All right, Elaine. Mm, thank you. You're up. Let me spin the roulette wheel. <laughs> That's a heavy bird bath. Hey, sound effects are over here. <laughs> Let me see what I got. I got... <laughs> Pass on that one. Let me see what I got here. <laughs> oh yes, this is a great program too. <laughs> this is a Tchaikovsky and Shostakovich. Oh, this is a, a later part of the year in April, and we're going to welcome John Kimura Parker playing the Tchaikovsky's first piano concerto. Oh or, yeah, or as some people call it, Tchaikovsky's piano concerto. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the other two are are played. They're in very ballet. good. They're very good. Actually, yeah. the they were part of his seventh symphony. That he that he wasn't pleased with, and he instead of tearing it out, he put it in different piano concertos. So when you hear "Sun Me Da Da Ya Da Di Da Di Ba Da Di Da Di Da Da Di Da Da," that's the opening of the Seventh Symphony, hmm. which I used to have on an old saxophone, uh, you know, one inch thick uh, LP. <laughs> anyway, we're not talking wow. about that today. So, <laughs> so Tchaikovsky's uh, first piano concerto, John Kimura Parker, of course, amazing musician, uh, very happy to have. I've played, I've done this one with him before, and uh, you're in for a treat. And there's this little chamber music in the second half that's called Shost- Dmitry Shostakovich uh, Fifth Symphony. So uh, <laughs> oh. this is actually Some light programming there. This yeah. is a symphony I had programmed in my first season. And uh, as we all know, you know, we program things, and uh, sometimes we, well, I usually program uh, like five extra concerts, and uh, so we can choose what fits, what doesn't fit, or what we can do in that season, not do. And that's been thrown like you know a pushed uh 
uh, forward like uh, for the last four years. So <laughs> I'm very happy. I mean, you know, we've not never done it together. Musicians have played it many times, me too, but never together. Well, so no. this is a great, and it's it's one of of those symphonies with a lot of uh, undertext and secret mm -hmm. messages in mm -hmm. it. <laughs> it's like saying I'm sorry to a dictator, but not saying I'm sorry at the same time. It's very interesting. I sorry, hope but not love sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, have, have we heard your Shostakovich? I'm trying to remember. Oh, you did the piano concerto. Oh yeah, piano yeah, yeah. concerto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and Lorenzo great mm -hmm. on it. Yeah, yeah. The so, first piano excited. concerto. Yeah, that's right. That's we, right. Not, not has, the the piano concerto. Yeah, yeah we, we, we concerto for a, piano a trumpet, trumpet part in that's it. That's right. Yes, in addition to the piano. So, yeah, which Lauren yeah. Carpenter played super well. Yeah, we all so, love uh, Shostakovich. So I'm going to let you go, Zach, and uh, let me pull up your uh, roulette wheel. Okay. Your <laughs> Now just that's one. a short spin there. Yeah. <laughs> Did your hand get stuck it, in there? Well, I'm just <laughs> figuring. You know, we gotta we, we save on time. <laughs> uh, Rosemary's actually on sale. Um, so I, <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Yeah, well, oh, time. Was... <laughs> now oh. I get it. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Moving so on. I picked a great uh, performance here, October 21 at the Valentine, an all Mozart program. Uh, one of the things I'm really excited about next year is that we get to return not only to uh, the Toledo Club for our chamber series, but to do a lot more with the Valentine. You remember right before the pandemic, we unveiled that gorgeous new shell. The acoustics were incredible. We were so excited to do more there. And then pandemic. So, yeah. um, you know, we love working with the Valentine. I'm really excited. We're going to have some, some pretty legitimate residencies there. Uh, so October 21st is one of those. Uh, and this is, um, overture to a little ditty he called the marriage of Figaro, <laughs> um, two symphonies, number one and number 25. 25 is one of my favorites. Oh, you're doing uh, the first symphony. I have yeah. never played Mozart's first symphony. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty excited. great. Yeah. It's wonderful. I, I love Mozart's first symphony. He wrote it when he was eight years old. His mm -hmm. dad uh, was sick. They were on tour in London, and he was laid over, and he decided to write symphonies. What I love about that symphony is it's like the perfect combination of Mozart. It has like the tongue-waggling yeah. nya, nya, nya at the beginning, and then it <laughs> goes into this most beautiful um, music after that that is just spiritual. Which kind of feels unexpectedly mature. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And, and it's the kind of music that, you know, is part of his DNA for his mm -hmm. entire life. Yeah. It's really wonderful. I'm so glad you guys are doing that. It's uh, it's Kershaw 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. So uh, just I'm really excited. And I've always loved the 25th um, ever since I first heard it in uh, Amadeus. It was uh, featured on the Amadeus soundtrack. So uh, very excited for that. And then uh, Piano Concerto, one of the best. Mm -hmm. Number 17 is my favorite. Number 24 is my second favorite. Yeah. Uh, we're doing 24. Mm -hmm. um, and do, do you want to talk about the pianist? Well, actually, <clears throat> yes, yes, of course. A uh, wonderful pianist, Elizabeth Pion. Uh, she's in the finals of the Onis uh, competition, and she, she's she been creating quite a sensation in in England and uh, also in the rest of Europe. So uh, we're very happy to have her. It's part of this uh, scouting early and getting the, the great talent yeah. that, that you don't, you know, maybe not be able to get in three, four, five years, like a la Blake Pouliot kind of thing. And, um, but the thing about this program is that I wanted to have three pairs of Mozart's life. So very young. And uh, the middle of this creative period, and right at the end mm -hmm. with the twenty, well, near the end with the twenty fourth concerto. Yeah. So it's kind of you, you go through his life a little bit with a little intro, of course, with the Mariage, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Mariage Figaro. Yeah. So that's it. 
I'm very excited for that. Yeah, wonderful. Okay, next victim. There you go. I'll give you a nice long spin. You really should have taken the water out of the birdbath. <laughs> taking the water out of what? You should have taken the water out of the birdbath. Yeah, these are getting a little... <laughs> <laughs> So this is a program that's actually very near my birthday in February. So uh, this um, actually also features a keyboard soloist. Um, and her name is Melisande McNabney. And we're really excited to... Uh, we very recently got as a gift from Craig Whitaker um, a, an amazing harpsichord, um, the best harpsichord that we've had in our years in Toledo. And so we're going to be featuring that instrument front and center um, with um, Poulenc's harpsichord concerto. And so that's it's really exciting because um, you, it's a piece that kind of takes the harpsichord's Baroque origins and really puts it squarely in the 20th century. Yeah. And that we're surrounding this with some other small little pieces, um, Bolero by Maurice Ravel. <laughs> I think I've heard of it. Yeah, um, Daphnis and Chloe, also by Maurice <laughs> Ravel. Heard of that too, yeah. <laughs> so, um, a, be- a Beautiful Pavan and a Paul Ducasse fanfare for La Perry. So, um, I, I'm a little disappointed that I had to mangle all of the French when we have a great French speaker speak, sitting next to <laughs> That's me. That's why Elaine is here. So but I, can, did my very, I did my very best. You so did great. It's a, it's a great French program. We're really excited about it. Yeah, that. wonderful. Great Yay! job. Fun, fun fact. Fun fact about that program. We put the program together, and then our principal, Horn, Megan, she called me and she said, hey, uh, do you think we could put uh, Pavan on it? Usually horn players are, are going, I don't play Pavan, don't play Pavan. <laughs> She's like, hey, can we do Pavan? I'm like, whoa, okay, that's great. Yeah. All right, fearless. <laughs> I yeah, remember absolutely. when you did a almost all French show in your first full season. A la Mer. Uh, you did a La Mer, and um, it was the Hadley, I think, was on there. That was the American. Yeah. What was the other piece of that? Uh, le poème de l'amour et de ah, la yes. yeah. How could I forget? Uh, Chasson, uh, one of my favorites. Sorry, I had to spin the wheel for Elaine, who's going through <laughs> lots of different concerts there until he finds the one that he wants. I'm totally so much not for my rules. rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm totally, it's like the third right. one I picked. You thought uh, I wasn't uh, looking. That's okay. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm I shameless. Aha! Awala Jim Pratt? Coming to play with us. Ooh. Oh, yeah, big deal. That's great. He's coming to play uh, a concerto that's uh, that's just been premiered, yeah. or is yeah. being premiered right now, Rounds by Jesse Montgomery. So we, oh, yeah. fantastic composer, fantastic music, amazing pianist. I'm happy we could get him. And uh, this uh, is, this is actually a concert at the beginning of November. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, you know, next year is my fifth season with the orchestra. Yeah. And some of the publicity, you know, five years that, with that's LA. That's also in the, in the group of... Uh, concerts. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Well, th- this concert is kind of the concert that th- under, uh, how do you say, underscores th- those five years because we play Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, so oh, Beethoven's okay. Fifth, Fifth Year, and also it's the first piece I conducted as music director. I've conducted things before that. Seems I like it doesn't seem that long ago, actually, <clears throat> five years. Wow. Yeah. Well, when That's you have a, a COVID in the middle, yeah, it's, exactly. <laughs> like, I would take a different approach. Instead of talking about COVID, I would say time flies when you're having fun. Oh, yeah, well, actually, yeah. And <laughs> and we're going to do also, now this is a really nice program. We do Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, Jesse Montgomery's Piano Concerto, and Franz Schubert, the Unfinished Symphony, number mm-hmm. eight. Because... Uh-huh. It's been five years, but we still have unfinished business, as Tom Brady said. (laughs) Wow, very clever. (laughs) Who came up with that program? Don't know. (laughs) Uh, We just draw them out of a hat. Hang on, Zach. Hang on. We've got to spin the wheel. Okay. 
What do you got? It says 23 is this one here. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is a fun one. Um, so uh, uh, there's this little movie you might have heard of. Um, it, it has, um, it, I think it was a, it was a promotional for shower curtains or something. Uh, it's called Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, I don't think it sold many shower curtains. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they needed new rings because the shower curtain just came off so easily. Yeah, right? exactly. Wait, but that's not all. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've they ever- They can't see you making the stabbing motion <laughs> on the radio. But, but I was going to make this point, so you just went there for me. Whenever somebody talks about cycle, psycho, uh, <laughs> they 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 do something. They they make the hand motion for the stabbing uh, yeah. scene. But what do they say? What do what sound do they make? The Bernard Herrmann screech. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Thank you for that. Uh, so you already know this score. It's all for string orchestra, which mm-hmm. really surprised me. And uh, we've done this type of thing before. We play the movie and then we create the soundtrack live. Uh, this will be right before Halloween on the 28th yeah, of October. I got some music for your Halloween. Ooh, okay. Another birthday song, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a little creepy. Yeah, this is a little. Yeah. Okay. At, uh, Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to all of you just joining us. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your nightmare. <laughs> yes. um, so, yeah, we're doing a psycho film with orchestra right before Halloween. I would say this is probably the Halloween concert for the parents. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I think what the next day we do the Halloween for the kids. Yeah. The spooktacular, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is a tradition. Which we haven't done for a while. We, know, we haven't had the costume parade and all of that because of COVID. So yeah. we're excited to get back to that, too. Well, it's worth mentioning this is like a full-blown season. I mean, yeah, everything is, is planned and everything is going to be implemented like it was, you know, in 2019 yeah. or mm-hmm. before. Yep. So that's uh, really a cause for celebration right yeah. there. I think oh, we, should, yeah. we should credit ourselves. We, we have been back for a while and there's yeah. a lot of stuff that we have been doing. But I think you're right, Brad. This is the first season where it feels like all those pieces are back in place. Mm. The costume parade is going to happen. We have, you know, back to the Toledo Club for the Chamber mm. series. Just it, it feels it feels good, and yeah. I'm really excited for that. Let's uh, let's go on with our next concert. Who's up now? Is it you, Merwin? Yeah. Okay, let me give you a little. All right, there you go. <laughs> it's funny that you were just talking about 2019 because one of those concerts that happened, um, kind of in that year that you know, felt really exciting was um, when Michael Cavanaugh came mm-hmm. to the Peristyle. And he's a rock pianist and vocalist. He did a great show, The Music of Billy Joel. And he's going to be returning to the Peristyle. We were actually going to be bringing him, you know, earlier, but then, you know, the pandemic interfered. Right. And he's coming back with the music of Elton John. And so that should be a really, really exciting program. It's kind of nice to bring an old Ohio boy back into mm-hmm. back into the Peristyle. And, and Alain will be conducting that so it's yes. going to be a lot of fun well we had him on symphony lab if you yep. remember mm-hmm. michael cavanaugh maybe we'll get him back this yeah. time around for to talk about uh elton john that'd be fun absolutely yeah great. we can try to describe glasses over the over the air it's like these like funny elton john glasses how to try to describe <laughs> them <laughs> exactly okay what do you got there elaine okay <laughs> he had to wait now he has to wait for the whole thing oh yeah well, usually it's because I go through all of them, right? <laughs> now, I really picked only one this time, and it's funny because it's the recital I'm going to do. Oh, so, wow. Which is a good thing because I'm the only one Tell who knows what's it. on that program. Um, so, yeah, this being uh, my fifth season, I wanted to do something. And 
And one one of the thing I wanted to do is to part. So one of the things I wanted to do is to participate in all the series, which I I do, but I haven't participated in the chamber music series. Mm-hmm. Well, until this year, we just did the Soldier's Tale not so long ago. But I was conducting. So I mean, as a player, like to play in uh, in that series. So what, I, what I'm going to do is I'm inviting a few uh, friends, colleagues from the orchestra, and we're going to play a concert where we're going to have all kinds of music, uh, and notably one of my pieces on the program. So, uh, nice. what's this called? Vision, and it's for trumpet, trombone, percussion, and piano. And, Is that uh, a recent piece, or no, when did no. you write it? Oh, I wrote it in the 90s at yeah. some point. But it's a, you know, I had a big, I took a break. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I took a break first time I did a Mahler symphony, and first time I, I did the Beethoven cycle. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I took a break from writing because I went like, oh, okay, this is what the uh, composer is, and I was so intimidated. I like stopped for twenty years. Wow! <laughs> Why wrote you things? and Brahms? That's amazing. <laughs> well, you see, here you go again. I'm gonna stop again writing for another twenty. But <laughs> please don't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I was very intimidating. So I stopped. But that's one of the the piece I I did before stopping, and it's uh, no, it's a good piece. It should, it should be fun, you know, and uh, it's challenging for all the players. It's fun for the people to to listen to, but they're also going to be some uh, some r- more romantic pieces with piano and a few things with strings on that program. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's great. Yay! And how nice that that we had Elaine actually talk about that piece. All right, Zach, grab one for us. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's hear what you got. Uh, so I I I absolutely swear that I I picked this. Um, we end the season on the 2nd and 3rd of June, 2023, with uh, the longest symphony, uh, Mahler's Third. <laughs> the Mahler Bell. And, you were uh, trying to avoid saying Mahler because you saw my finger hovering know, over, all, the, were ready to go. over the Mahler Bell. So, um, it, this is emotional. Uh, the, the, the first symphony by Mahler I ever heard was the third, and it was at the Toledo Symphony, in the uh, mid to late 90s, uh, Andrew Massey was conducting. And um, I mean, I've never cried so hard at a concert. And that's the first notes of Mahler I ever heard. So this will be extremely special to uh, bring back to light. And we'll have Susan Platts back, mm. uh, this wonderful Mahlerian soprano, mezzo-soprano that we've been working with. Um, and it's it, it will be a magical way to end yeah. the season. And be sure and tell Susan to bring some baked goods with yes, her when yes. she when she comes. Malerverful. Yes, Malerverful. <laughs> That's right. I remember that when she was a guest on on uh, Toledo Symphony Lab. That symphony is just fantastic. You know, Zach is funny because that was the first um, performance I ever heard of Mahler as oh, really? well. Oh. Symphony Number no. Three, and yeah. I was. Um, at Tanglewood, yeah. I think, and they did it. I was, I, I want to say Michael Tilson Thomas was conducting. Not quite sure, but um, I do remember that from many, many years ago. And thinking, this is like an opera, basically, you know. It's beautiful, beautiful music. And it, it goes from what rocks tell me, and it becomes more animated. And by the end, the final movement is, is what love tells me. Yeah. And uh, I don't know that there's anything more radiant. Yeah, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, we look forward to that. And as you say, it's a season closer, mm-hmm. right? Nobody's chosen the season opener so far. It's still in there. It's a good one. Maybe, yeah, okay. maybe Merwin's going to pick that next. Well, I we'll am see. not. What do you got, Merwin? <laughs> got to wait. So, 
Okay. From what I understand, all Pops concerts are supposed to be like your children. You're not supposed to have a favorite. But this is totally um, my favorite Pops concert. I'm really, really excited. You know, we're next going to ask you which of your children is your favorite. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Brad just fixed that. Sorry. Um, (laughs) But Lettucey is performing a tribute to Nina Simone. And Lettucey just won... um, the Grammy for Best um, R&B Performance, and she's just a sensational, sensational singer. Um, she's got great R&B chops, great jazz chops, and she, I mean, she was chosen to uh, to be the voice of Mahalia Jackson in a recent movie, and then to pay tribute to Nina Simone, somebody who she actually credits with literally saving her life that music Mm. so this is going to be something that's incredibly emotional incredibly powerful and to be able to have lettucey um interact with alan and the toledo symphony that's just something i mean i i we're i'm excited for all of the concerts in the pop series but i did a little dance in my chair when we were in the book this (laughs) well again that's an example of tso getting somebody who's really you know hot right now yeah. and somebody who's really get, yeah. garnering a lot of attention and they're coming to Toledo they're going to mm-hmm. perform for your audience I think that's wonderful mm-hmm. alright who's up Elaine me. you got one already yeah, go I ahead did. and I, I this time the last two turns I didn't cheat so that's good. <laughs> I, good by the way the, what Merwin just talked about it's funny because when we did the the launch for for some of our patrons it was a magical moment because you know you just had the signed the contract what the hour within the hour <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It> like, <laughs> amazing um okay i got the season opener excellent so you got the excellent. last one i got the first Yay! one <laughs> all right so what's what's opening the season uh romeo and juliet ah uh, uh, yes uh, never heard of it some <laughs> of it romantic some of it not so romantic <laughs> so so we have uh, another stabbing scene, <laughs> right? Right. There seems to be a theme running through here. One, two stabbing scenes. That's right. Well, <laughs> stabbing the sequel. Ouch. Okay. So um, we have, of course, uh, Prokofiev excerpts from Romeo and Juliet by Prokofiev because that's one of the the most well known and most beautiful one. And it's kind of a well, for reasons that are quite obvious when we play it, but for the, the musicians, it's one of the favorites of our favorite pieces mm-hmm. to play. I mean, this whenever you know we do a we poll our musician, we say like, you know, what would you like to play? It always comes back. It's one of the greatest pieces. And of course, when people listen to it, when they hear a bum 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 bum, a lot of great trombone parts in, yeah, in there. Oh, it's just such a good piece. <laughs> I mean, it has, you know, it's really nice. Then I've I, I've incorporated some things that are really well known and a little less known but really beautiful i put some berlioz in it mm-hmm. uh there's a well you know berlioz wrote romeo and juliet but that's like a very very long it's kind of oratorio kind of thing well it's, it is but it's not kind of thing but there's a, a one part that's about 17 minutes long it's one movement it's called a uh, love scene from so it's we're yeah. going to play the love scene from romeo and juliet beautiful exquisite music mm-hmm. in that uh all of this program features the orchestra there's no soloists it's all orchestra features soloists with, from inside the orchestra and all that i put also uh leonard bernstein uh symphonic dances from west side story which is yeah. uh, the well now it's popular again well it was never not popular but no a new movie that came out on disney so that, that's that but for for us it's also one of our favorites it's uh, some beautiful music in there yeah which is a great movie by the way i mean it's just fantastic uh, treatment of the score and this is also kind of a celebration of your fifth anniversary because your first pops concert that you conducted was true west side story with the movie i 
That I didn't think of. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's true. Well, so, we won't tell anybody, I promise. But hey, they, guys, uh, if you haven't noticed, we really do love you. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Uh, but, but this is much easier than uh, combining the movie, because uh, the movie is <laughs> yeah. a challenge. And, and as a, a little um, appetizer at the beginning, I thought we'd put the love theme from Andrea by Nino Rota. You know? Oh, yeah. Because this is also something mm -hmm. really beautiful, but it gets us in the mood a little bit. That's yeah. Glenn Miller. You know who was you know who was under consideration to play Juliet in that Zeffirelli film? Ah, no. Um, Bernadette Peters was actually a finalist. Ah, wow. Yeah, and I know well, we, I'm not we, surprised. I just remembered that now. Wow! Now that you say Nino Rota. So moving on, let's get our uh, roulette wheel. Uh, here we go. So we go from one set of symphonic dances to another. Uh, Masterworks performance, uh, uh, January 14. Uh, we have pianist Stuart Goodyear coming back. Yeah. Uh, he's been here several times. Uh, he's going to be performing his own uh, concerto, which is called Callaloo. We were supposed to do this, uh, I think, in um, late 2020. I can't remember. Uh, but a another uh, pandemic reschedule. Uh, we're really happy. We believe a lot in this piece. And we believe a lot in his music. So we're excited to have him back. And then uh, to... Um, to kind of anchor the other sides of or the bookend, the, the Callaloo, we have music of John Adams, which I'm very excited about. The chairman dances. Um, appropriate because we'll have a new board chair at that time. Yeah. <laughs> Is um, he going to dance? We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, but we finish with dances of another kind, the mm. uh, symphonic dances by Rachmaninoff. Wow. We can't seem to get a season without some Rachmaninoff. And this is um, a fine, fine piece. In fact, I remember seeing the Toledo Symphony do this with um, Alan Gilbert uh, many years ago when he was a up-and-coming conductor before he was the music director of the New York Philharmonic. Um, and it's just so many colors. I'm very excited for this concert. Yeah, wonderful. It's fabulous. Yay! We're obviously, we're not going to get through all of these, but I know you've got one there, Merwin. We'll keep going, and then we'll just go ahead and talk about our favorites for the season. Uh, okay. What do you got, Merwin? So it's Hang on. <laughs> just making them wait. Okay. <laughs> so it's funny that we're doing, you know, we're doing this as an early April um, episode and I, I, I'm drawing the April Fool's concert for next year. And appropriately for an April Fool's concert, we decided to do away with the conductor entirely. Elaine <laughs> 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 has nothing to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one of the concerts that we're doing at the Valentine <laughs> Theater in that gorgeous shell. And so I think it's going to be a really um, great acoustic to celebrate um, music of Mozart and Haydn. Um, Mm -hmm. We are beginning with Haydn's first symphony. Uh, we did Mozart's first symphony kind of earlier in the in the year, and then we're going to be doing Haydn's first symphony. Um, Mozart's amazing Hofner symphony, this glorious jewel of a piece is just, you know, so perfectly constructed, not a note out of place. Um, and then we're going to be ending that concert with um, Haydn's Symphonia Concertante. Um, Kirk Toth will be leading the entire program from his concertmaster's seat, and he will be joined by Martha Rico on cello, Kim Locke on oboe, and Casey Cazell on bassoon. It's this amazing kind of tribute to the great soloists in our orchestra. That's great. That's April Fool's Day? So all of those <laughs> pieces could be done on the program, or I could have just made all of that up. <laughs> 
Okay. So you know we where all Elaine Al- Al- will be on that concert? <laughs> you know where he'll be? Yeah. I like that. Halfway he'll be- through, he'll come out like sweeping the floor, you know. And, <laughs> no, no, no. And just go across the stage. He'll, well, be, he'll be hiding. Uh, uh, okay. I've used that rim, rim shot like four times during this program. <laughs> what do you got there, Elaine? Well, uh, very... Okay, Go ahead. <laughs> Very appropriate. Then actually, the Merwin passed me this one. Where, yes, sorry about the rules. Huh? <laughs> Where, uh, it's okay, we have new rules. That actually now. was part of the rules. I picked it and passed oh, it to you. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, you followed the rules. <laughs> <laughs> you feel so disappointed, don't you? <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. Um, well, this actually, this program is in May. And it uh, it celebrates uh, something new at the symphony, uh, actually at Tapa. Uh, so at uh, the Toledo Alliance for the Performing Arts, you know, it's like a, a, a artistic hub, you know. So we have a concert in May, we have a concert in March, we have a concert in December and November. And those concerts, all of those concerts are with our new partner, the Toledo Jazz Orchestra. Yeah. So, I know, I'm very excited because, you know, as some of you know, I'm, I play the trombone and uh, I don't on, I, I not only play the wah, 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 wah on this show, I play <laughs> tunes sometimes. <laughs> Wait, you, you don't only play the what? <laughs> you mean this? Okay. It's a great oh, vibrato. Yeah. You know, know. that's going to haunt you for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's all good. So for for me, it's a great opportunity to to make jazz, you know, to, to, to play some jazz music during the yeah. season, but also for us to have a programming that goes together, like with the jazz orchestra, with the symphony, we complement each other. We have some programs. One is all on Ellington and uh, is a tribute in March. I'll talk a little bit about that one. There's one that's a tribute to Art Tatum, long overdue, like uh, yeah. th- that we're going to do do here. And uh, one is, is actually uh, my, my first one that's going to be with them in uh, November. It's going to be uh, our first installment of our uh, Great American Songbook. So local singers, and then we have lots of guests during the year. So this is very exciting. It's like a season within a season, you know? And uh, this is a big part of who I am also, so I'm very happy to collaborate with them. And they're a great bunch. I mean, they're like great musicians. Well, you're taking over as the the artistic director or the conductor of the the ensemble? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. As part, as as my duty in general in TAPA. So very happy to do so. And I collaborate very well with Scott, who, who leads the group. He's amazing. So everything is uh, is just very exciting. I'm about about uh, doing some more jazz in the season. Yeah, you, you that's performed great. with them right before the pandemic. Yeah, I did actually. I was a guest uh, soloist with them, and uh, again, I mean, for you know what, if that day hadn't happened, that concert hadn't happened. I it, it would have been I couldn't have said yes you know but it would have been like well let's do one and see mm-hmm. how it goes and if we you know if we have some uh, you know uh, things in common if we like like the same style and but since we already played together it was easy to to continue after that yeah that's great okay This is, okay, this is a big one. Uh, So in uh, December, December 10 and 11, we will be performing the 82nd annual Toledo Ballet Nutcracker, the longest running tradition in the country. 
Um, and you will be in the pit, yes? Oh, yes. Yeah. I've been, uh, yeah, we'll be in the pit. I, I've been missing it because of COVID. Now, uh, all the all the musicians and I, I mean, you know, we're, we need some Nutcracker. And I, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we've, been, we've been missing playing with our colleagues from the ballet also. I mean, it's part of the many projects we have with the ballet for next year. And uh, it's always a nice collaboration to mix the different form of arts, you know, the music, the dance together. Now we'll have jazz also, and we'll talk about that. But um, this is, uh, yeah, this is a real celebration to be back together doing this, this wonderful art form together live. Who's up next? <laughs> I should have given you the longer one. Okay. Ah, all right. Um, I, I got another movie. Uh, it's our other movie. Uh, uh, pick, is, a, pick a couple there. You can yeah. talk about them both. Uh, th- this is um, Mary Poppins, a ah. great musical and fun movie from uh, from many years ago. Uh, this is the original one, not the not the sequel. So we get Dick Van Dyke. Well, I guess he yeah. was in both. Uh, Julie Andrews, Spoonful of Sugar, and Supercalifragilistic. So, uh, you know, as a as a dad of young kids, I end up watching this one a lot, and it's probably my favorite one. So, yeah, uh, very excited to see that one come out. Uh, that'll be uh, January twenty one. Elaine, you were talking about how difficult it was to do all the cues in West Side Story. Do you think it's going to be easier with with the Sherman Brothers score? Well, I've done a few uh, in you know in the last few years, and. Um, I think uh, West Side Story was by far the most difficult I've done. No, no, I, I think yeah. the, the, this one is okay. Fantasia is not easy either. Yeah. But uh, no, the, this one should go well. I mean, we should be pretty relaxed, and our audience should feel pretty relaxed too. Excellent. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll talk more about that when the uh, the time approaches. What do you got? You asked me to pick two, so I, here's my second one. Um, this is in September. This is uh, our first uh, performance at the Valentine, uh, September 23, 24. Uh, Alain will lead a great performance of Bach, Strauss, and Schumann. Um, the Strauss is the horn concerto. We'll be uh, seeing our wonderful principal horn, Megan Amos, uh, leading that wonderful concerto. Uh, but the Schumann is the symphony number four. And I think when we first heard that shell, Alain and I had a conversation mm-hmm. and we both felt like this is where we do the Schumann symphonies. I'm Absolutely. really excited yeah. to see that. So you're going to do all, all the concerts at the Valentine will be with the, the new shell oh, that yes. you didn't yep. get to use yeah. before. Sounds yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. Total game changer. Yeah. All right, Merwin, you're up. Sometimes we found it fun to kind of do kind of do pairings across a season. And I think we are doing that here with a chamber series concert um, with our season opening concert. So um, we're actually um, just about to herald the month of February, 2023. Um, This is a concert January 29th with a chamber series concert that harkens back to that Romeo and Juliet theme. Um, The concert is entitled Juliet Letters. Um, and it takes its title from this amazing song cycle by Elvis Costello for, you know, for himself and the string quartet. We are not bringing Elvis Costello in um, <laughs> unless I'm going to be You bring in Michael, <laughs> Michael Cavanaugh if, and he could do it. If he calls. If he calls, we, we, <laughs> we'll, we would we'll, need more than that. If he's listening to this podcast, yes. <laughs> hey, yeah. Elvis, give us a call. <laughs> but, but, I mean, it's such a fun, fun set to work on and such a great collaborative composition. 
<coughs> we'll be pairing that actually with Beethoven's first string quartet. And the slow movement of that was inspired by the scene at Juliet's tomb. And we are opening that concert um, with this great little brass piece by Elizabeth Rahm, appropriately entitled Relationships. Yeah. Elizabeth Rahm, a great <laughs> composer, by the way, who yeah. is, I think, underserved as far as composers go. So such an interesting program. I mean, and indicative as well of the kind of programs that you all put together. That's so interesting and That's so... That's a good one. I like that yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So inventive. Kudos mm -hmm. to those of you who are making all that stuff happen. What do you got there, Elaine? Well, I... Got to wait for the roulette yeah, I wheel. Know, <laughs> Trying to follow the rules. <laughs> yeah, follow the rules. I I picked a few. Actually, okay. I actually emptied the box and I distributed the whatever was left. <laughs> okay. so I Those don't know what it is. I just opened them. So Trudell rules. <laughs> Sorry right. about that. Uh, yeah, and now yeah, I got some really good. Well, uh, got some really good ones. They're all okay. Really good. I got uh, Midori. Midori is coming to visit us. Right, the, the great violinist Midori, yeah. who, who was uh, yeah. so, like a prodigy. Absolutely. She's been around for some time, yeah. yeah. That's great. C celebrating a 40th year of performances. And yeah. I wow. probably heard her the first time she was like eight years old or something like that. Yeah. It was amazing. She's going to play the Mendelssohn Violin Concerto with us, yeah. which is, of course, one of the one of the everybody's one of favorite violin concertis but also one of the one that she plays the best of, yeah. of, of everybody so this is a real treat for us and we're going to open the concert to Dvorak seventh symphony one of wow. our favorites and something i programmed on my first season as well <laughs> and that went away so this is another <laughs> celebration of your five years oh and i'm just i feel really blessed because uh it's also something the orchestra really likes you know Dvorak seventh symphony is also called brahms fifth symphony <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's an exact continuity of the spirit uh, of the romantic spirit of Brahms in this. Well, Dvorak was, you know, to Brahms as Brahms is to Schumann. I right. mean, yeah. they were, yeah. you they know, were mentor and mentee. You know what Brahms said of uh, of Dvorak? He said that major composers would get their principal themes from their their works from uh, from Dvorak's garbage can because <laughs> the guy has so many good ideas that whatever he doesn't use is still uh, primary like uh, music for yeah. other composers we, we have to do a special on that or or maybe you know you could program a concert around like composers garbage cans or something like that <laughs> I'm sure right? it'd be really popular <laughs> from the from the trash. Composers <laughs> from the trash. Right? Oh boy. Okay. I, okay. Well, well, we'll work on that. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll get the. Yeah, we have to work on the marketing on that one. Yeah. <laughs> get the branding right. We'll, we'll get marketing to to, to give you a call. Composers on this. Okay. trash cans might not be. Somehow I have the feeling I'm not. I'm going to be sitting by the phone for a while. Should, Oscar the Grouch could MC. Uh, oh. Should I? Um, should I go with my the two that I have left? Go so ahead. Move along? Go ahead. We have uh, one. Uh, ah, uh, Puccini, Misa di Gloria. So um, we're doing this uh, great collaboration with the BGSU singers and uh, with uh, our wonderful Giordano Belencampi, who was with us this year doing Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony. And uh, this is going to be in the beautiful Rosary Cathedral, and it's yeah. in uh, March 26th. So one night only, don't miss it. It'll be a wonderful concert. I have to say that I, I'm so glad that you have brought 
a lot of singing and a lot of mm. the human voice to these programs. Yeah. You can really tell that you have an enthusiasm for that. And, I do actually. Yes. Yeah. And and you know, the voices tell stories. I mean, instruments also, of course. But uh, sometimes we stay away from human voice, saying, "Oh, we'll just play. We'll just do it in the opera." Or whatever. But you know, there's great stories to be told in the pieces that that we play in the symphonic works and the lead with orchestra and songs and all. That. I mean, it's uh, it's important not to, to forget those. You know, I hear. Puccini was pretty good with the voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, actually, you know what's interesting? The first half of that program is going to be arias, so people will probably have to like, you know, get to relish a little bit in some of their favorite arias, uh, some of their favorite arias, uh, and then uh, we're going to Puccini's Mass after that. Now, the last one I have here is the continuity of my fifth year, but also the continuity of celebrating the horn <laughs> and <laughs> celebrating our principal horn, uh, Megan, because this is a chamber music uh, program that's called Summer Music, which will feature the wonderful Mozart horn quintet. So after the horn concerto at the beginning of the season, and now we have this and all those wonderful programs with the uh, uh, horn feature. So we have uh, a program here. Well, Megan will be featured, of course, in the Mozart horn quintet, but we also have, you know, Summer music is at the end of May, 21st of May at the club, of course, the Lido Club. We have Samuel Barber's Summer Music for Woodwind Quintet. That's a great piece, great actually. Piece. Yeah. Fantastic piece. Paired with Samuel Barber's uh, String Quartet. And then from the Squidring Quartet, we go continue in the quartet plus the horn in the quintet. And then we have uh, a wonderful world premiere on, the, on yeah. that program. Uh, but uh, Navdepsig Galen, and it's called, uh, it's called, we don't know what it's called because it's yes. not written yet. <laughs> it's, 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 really it's actually really title. exciting because um, yeah. he's, he's, he's conceptualizing it about the number seven and he was going to do it with for brass quintet and drum set, but he's like, it seems really weird to just have six players. So we're adding another percussionist, but he's, we're going to, we're, so the piece is very much in gestation. We're excited. Yeah. The extra percussionist should just play one note on the triangle, right? <laughs> Halfway through. Are you angling for a spot on the Chamber Series? He's, yes. actually, he's, he's triangling for a spot. Yes, uh, yes, featuring yes, uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> featuring John on Cage uh, on triangle. <laughs> <laughs> it's only four minutes and 33 seconds long. There you go. Well, we're running out of time. So, uh, Zach, I'm going to give the floor to you and let you finish up with uh, the last couple of concerts that you have there sure so i mean one is oh, uh, hang on <laughs> <laughs> my last chance to get that roulette wheel in you know that uh music of john williams our pops opener so john oh. williams had a milestone birthday 90 years young uh performed with the Boston, the berlin philharmonic uh he's been uh, he's just been having a great uh, 90th birthday so we thought we'd add to it so we'll be doing a tribute to uh the music of john williams you know given all of his his love of brass i'm sure that megan will also be playing a lot in that <laughs> Yeah. So that'll well, be the 17th when, when of September. That? Okay. Yeah. That's our, our That's pops early one. in the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Roulette Wheel, it's the last one in here. So. <laughs> okay. My last okay. chance. I'll choose the long one. Oh. You want me to play it twice? Elaine is over there with <laughs> yeah. his hand on his head. <laughs> That's uh, 30 seconds of my life I'll never get back. That's great. Uh, it, this one is is very special. Um, you know, we've, we've tried to do Petrushka, I think, every year for the last four years. Uh, so we, we uh, in May of 2023, we will be doing Petrushka. We'll be pairing that with uh, Bela Bartok and Franz Liszt. I told you very little list in the, uh, the season. So we have right. the second violin concerto with Kirsten Leon, who is... Um, 
I think he was scheduled a couple of years ago, right? So, um, you know, we're very excited to, to get him here. Uh, definitely somebody that I'm sure we'll be hearing more of. Um, and then we finish it with Little List, the Hungarian Rhapsody number two. Ah, we all you, know and love that. Piece. Well, you, you know why it's on, right? Because the, the Bartok is actually has a lot of uh, Hungarian folk music in it. So I thought, you know, you finish with that, then you bring the, the list. It goes really well when we're listening to it. You never think, you know, yes. Bartok list, but they go really well together with that concerto. You're going to have yeah. a listening party. Yeah. Right? <laughs> listening. Yeah, something like that. Well, there are so many wonderful concerts happening uh, next season. Now, if folks want to look at, you know, this stuff again, uh, is it going to be on the website? Can we find it there? ToledoSymphony.com. ToledoJazz.org, ToledoBallet.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining me for this little preview. Uh, I, I think there's some great stuff going on, and uh, I look forward to our taking it on, you know, concert by concert here on Toledo Symphony Lab. This program is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony, with generous support from the Rita Barber Kern Foundation. You can download episodes of this program as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org lab, or you can subscribe to us through your podcast app of choice, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. Don't forget to check out all the upcoming events at the Symphony by visiting their website at ToledoSymphony.com and their various social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My thanks to Zach Vassar, Merwin Sue, and Elaine Trudell. I'm Brad Cresswell. This has been Toledo Symphony Lab from FM 91.